Hello, and welcome to the HBO Boys podcast, talking about season one, episode four of Moon Knight, entitled The Tomb. The Tomb, Tomb Raider, but different. Mbamba Jones, but different and in Egypt. The third best television show I'm watching right now. <laughs> three out of three. I'm no. watching three of them, and it's the third best one. <laughs> uh, this episode though still pretty good i like this, this episode, episode a lot yeah, yeah. It reminded me of old school mummy brendan frazier it reminded me of good uncharted video game not terrible tom holland movie yeah it was yeah. a D game enter the tomb game yeah, the great. relic fight the undead priests arthur Wonderful. harrow has a monologue in the middle there some oh, yeah. truths are understood Skadoosh. layla turns on mark specter mark How and steven yeah fuck you in your in your butt for not telling me all the things yeah. steven oh, tells layla the truth Ooh. that she deserved this entire time it wasn't his decision to make such a good point layla yeah yeah An amazing point chad will be joining us here soon Adam is here. That's Adam. You're Adam. I'm here. I just finished the first season of Severance. I'm all fucked up, but we're going to power through. Okay. And that might come. That might come down the road. I'm gonna check it out myself. You have to. If not, if not, Ryan can do a solo pod. Really? And, you know, that's his vibe. Oh, uh, hold on. I'll be right back. So, listeners, I mean, <laughs> this show is like pretty good, but like it's not all good. I mean, there's some things that are great. There are some things that are just terrible. Am I getting some superhero fatigue? No, um, no, I'm not. How dare? How dare you say that? This is totally different. This is a different thing. It feels fresh. It feels new. It feels Egyptian. Walk like an Egyptian. Walk like an Egyptian. You know. So yeah, I'm watching three shows currently. Before we get into Moon Knight episode four, in in my opinion, the second best episode of the series so far behind the pilot. Sure. I'm watching Severance. Just finished the first season of it not five minutes ago, which is why I'm uh, a bit a bit fucky in the head because that's an Apple TV show that everybody should watch. It is nutty. Ben Stiller's directing it. Adam Scott has, I think the second best intro of any show I've ever seen behind Ooh. game of Thrones. I mean, I love Adam Scott, John Turturro, Christopher Walken. Ugh, so Who's good. that woman? The woman, the woman, you know, Patricia Arquette, Patricia Arquette. Arquette. How did Whole, you not know that? Ryan? I don't know, but Holy <laughs> shit. She's good in it. It's crazy. Okay. That's not the point. That's the best show I'm watching right now by yeah. far. Out of range. Best show. Out of range. range. Yeah. Out of range is pretty sure. good. Yeah. Sci-fi bullshit Holeville, and I love that stuff. We just actually did an episode about uh, Outer Range episodes one and two. We will continue to do it. We're going to be doing it on Monday. Uh, come back for that as well. Moon Knight, baby. Okay, let's get into it. Moon Knight. You know, typical Marvel fashion. However, a- as we've said every episode leading up to this one, it, it is new. Uh, to-, to a degree, it is fresh and new with the whole Egyptian theme going on. Canopic jars. Haven't talked about those in a ticket. That's and a, in a ticket. Yeah. Y- you know, just embrace it. And um, yeah, that doesn't mean anything, but I, okay. <laughs> embrace my, my flubble of my mouth. I meant to say, what tick. the fuck? I dude. said ticket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Flubble ticket. Understood. You know, I did. I did a upsies. With my mouth. You need to and you need to take a nap. I'm tired. 
Okay, well, let's get past your flubble ticket upsies. And, and let's say this. The reason Mbamba Jones 4 in Egypt. You mean Indiana Jones 5. Oh, wait, they're making that. Indiana Jones 6. <laughs> yeah, Indiana Jones Egyptian skull. Egyptian Scar- scarab. Uh, the curse of the scarab Egyptian floating The curse of the, the flubble. Yeah. The reason it was good is the same reason the Mandalorian is good. Because they have, right at the beginning of the episode, it's, this is what you got to do. This is your objective. Good luck to you. Right. They then spend the next 30 minutes doing said objective, and it becomes very complicated because Mark and Steven are going back and forth. They both have their value in certain parts of this, but also they are living on one life. They do not have any superpowers. Kanchu hit the fucking bricks and is yeah. stone in the t- power, terror, power of Giza, the pyramid, <laughs> I couldn't say. And yep. so it, the stakes are higher. The stakes are uh, around it all. That was pretty oh, yeah. nice. Yes. I like that there was no actual moon night in this episode, oddly right? enough. And yeah. then. We get 30 minutes of like a kind of pretty sweet objective gathering episode of television where where truths come to light. Character development actually occurs. Layla's character gets like a really meaty scene. So does Arthur Harrow and Oscar Isaac obviously doing what he's always done uh, for the past four episodes of this. Be a very good actor going back and forth between Steven and Mark. And then the end of this episode is like an actual swing. Uh, Yeah. I guarantee you James would call it like fluffy bullshit that doesn't matter. And it it rides that line. But you can't tell me the last five seconds of this show, even if you are jaded, (laughs) you're not like, what the fuck was that? I know. I was just, I literally was like, uh, okay. Oh, um. Okay, sure, right on. Really, the the last couple minutes, it was kind of like, what is happening? (laughs) What's going on? So, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed myself. I didn't skip ahead at all during the episode. I know. That is new for you. I know. It is is pretty good. I'm going to get you a pin so you can hang it on your wall. Oh yeah! Did Congratulations. not skip Moon Knight episode four. <laughs> right, you. It was fifty minutes long, and you didn't even press go ahead ten seconds. Such a feat has not been achieved since Hawkeye episode one. So, which is saying something right there. It really is. <laughs> so yeah, those are my feelings, and now we wait for Chad to come here and tell us what his feelings on the episode were. While we wait for Chad. While, while we, we wait. wait for Chad. While we wait. So I don't want to go into. I don't want to spoil it yet. Because that's not the new format. No, spoil it, baby. Uh, but okay, it's our it's the, our podcast. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, you know what? Fuck them. Fuck um, them. The audience. <laughs> no, no, no. I love you. Apologize guys. to them, Adam. I'm so sorry. Good. <laughs> okay, so the scene where uh, they break into the tomb. Nice. And they see the the bloody canopic jars on the ground. Sure. There is a zombie or a reawakened shaman man of Egypt. Undead priest. Undead priest performing the sacred ceremony of ripping their things out of their nose. I was so glad. I'm so, I thought you were going to have like the actual word. I was like, you mean the ceremony where they pull their guts out their face? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's exactly where my head was at. Yeah. D- did they, did I miss it or did we get an explanation as to why that gentleman was undead? Oh, undead the undead priest? priest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the description of it was like the undead priests are there as like bodyguards to the crypt of, spoiler alert, Alexander the Great, which is where you they know- are. Yeah, yeah. And that scene I thought was funny when he was um, retrieving the artifact from Alexander. Oh, when he had his entire arm down a skeleton (laughs) gullet. Yeah. It reminded me of uh, that scene from Ace Ventura when nature calls. Yes. When he sticks his whole arm down. And then he's hitting his his elbow for it to go in farther and (laughs) farther. Jesus Christ. It's so good. Before we get to now, just keep stalling for Chad. Um, Okay. Yeah. Oh, you want me to keep stalling? No, no, no. I'm going to continue. Oh, I'm going to. Okay, now I, now I have something to it's say. It's your time to stall. Now it's my time to go. Hit it, baby. Severance is so good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have it up on my uh, my Apple TV currently as we're sitting here, and I'm, I'm just looking at the cast and crew. There is a part of it that was a little disconcerting. I mean, oh. the entire plot of it is disconcerting, but it doesn't, it did make me feel stupid for a lot of it. It did make you feel stupid? Yeah. So, you know, like oh. the difference between Outer Range and Severance is that Outer Range, we're just going to have this exact conversation when we do a Severance podcast. We should just not do this. <laughs> All right. Now, okay. You know, let me veer off a little bit. Ben Stiller, executive producer of that show. Does it feel like a Ben Stiller show? Does it's it feel just like crazy. something that you would think the, Ben The guy did. directed Tropic Thunder and this. No, like it, it <laughs> feels it feels completely singular. I'm, I'll say okay. my point real quick and then we'll divert because I'm just yeah. going to keep this part in. Well, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. The difference Screw between it. Outer Range and Severance is that Outer Range gives you all the information. There are mysteries, but it gives you most of the information as to the plot and the setting on a silver platter. Here is the infrastructure for this show. Sure, there are mysteries within it, but you have an idea of what the fuck is going on at least a little bit. Mm -hmm. Severance is not that way. It does not do that. (laughs) No, you have a barely a understanding of what the outside world is the entire time. And also... For what's happening on screen to be the case for like all of humanity, you're like, what the fuck is the outside world like? Because for this circumstance to occur, hey, oh, some weird shit has to be going on. Chad has joined us. Chad, the tomb, yeah. episode four of Moon Knight. What were your thoughts? I loved it. Describe further as to why. I liked well, so as you know, I'm late to the party here today. No way. Did, did oh, you discuss did you discuss the episode at all or are we in spoiler yet? territory? We are or? not in spoiler territory oh, as of yet, although we did cheat a little bit. We're yeah. cheating today. <laughs> Also, I talked about two other TV shows for about 10 minutes. Oh, good, good. Thank, thanks for thanks for padding for time. I appreciate it. No problem. It. You're important. <laughs> um, no, I thought it was good. I, I think that they did a good job. Uh, the, the, I mean, a lot of it was great. The, the character journeys were great. You got to see a lot of like the, the dynamic back and forth between Mark and Steven. Um, you get to learn more about What's-Her-Face. Yes. Uh, you know, like I, the, the, the tension in the beginning I thought was, was good, even though it was a little, uh, brief where, when the uh, cars were chasing her down and she had to like bring yes. Mark yeah. Stevens body, like it was all great. And then the, the twist that they took, like it just, it, it brings up so many questions. Like I, and, and like, I thought I knew what was going on. And then like the last four seconds right? of, the, yes. of the episode yeah. just threw it all out the window. We did say that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, <laughs> perfect. We've covered that on. Now to the advertisement, and then after a spoiler-filled recap of the episode, a review of said episode, and then we'll, I just, I don't know, continue saying our feelings about Severance and Outer Range. <laughs> <laughs> Two shows I haven't watched. You should, dude, watch Severance, dog. Just, advertisement yeah. now. Yeah. So did you watch Severance yet, Chad? I'm not a dog. <laughs> Dogs can't watch TV. I mean, they but can, call- but they won't understand it. You called me a dog. Who did? You. When? <gasps> Just now. <laughs> when? I don't remember that. I said Chad. You said, watch Severance, dog. Oh, but there was a comma there. Comma, that doesn't make it any, that doesn't make it any, any less, any uh, less Chad, calling me a to dog. to indicate friendship. Move past it. Whatever, homie. Nice. It's like fat with a PH. It's not. Oh, now uh, you're calling me fat. Yes, a little bit. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm twice Aww. the size of you, Chad. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. So Moon Knight, Moon Knight, right? Remember Moon, Moon Knight, Knight episode Moon Knight? Yeah. four follows Stephen Grant and Layla, the estranged wife of Grant's Mark Spector personality, as they attempt to infiltrate the tomb of Amit and stop her dangerous follower, Arthur Haro, from resurrecting her. All without Mark's avatar powers to protect them because Khonshu is sealed away by the other gods. He's a rock now. And so Mark Spector slash Stephen Grant is working on one life and one life only. The stakes are high. But uh, we we learn that there's like there's tons of other gods that oh, are yeah. apparently banished. So at least 10. At mm-hmm. least 10. And, you know, we know that the gods didn't like I uh, didn't like him. So imagine like there's all these other gods. What did they do? I want to know more about them. I feel like the end of the season, all of them are going to get out. Right. Like it's that's probably. I mean, yeah. Or one going theory, just to jump all the way to the end, maybe Mark slash Steven got stonificated and they are where the gods go when they are imprisoned. And all those people are gods sitting there? Well, all the sarcophagi in all those different rooms. Oh, yeah. Well, the third sarcophagi is most likely his third personality, but yes. No, that's not, that's not it, no. Oh. Oh, I, I definitely think it is, but we'll get there. It absolutely is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. <laughs> so, Mark finally confesses to being present at the mercenary raid during which Layla's archaeologist father was killed. This is all because Arthur basically told her once again the truth. Mm-hmm. And Mark slash Stephen can no longer gaslight her. Stephen also, by the way, told her the truth that the reason Mark is trying to protect her is because Khonshu is like, that girl's going to be my avatar and uh, I'm going to turn into a nine foot blue girl. And you have no say as to whether or not I do that, Mark. And as long as you don't, if you keep it, then it, she won't be my avatar. But as if you if you don't keep it, then I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna make her my moon lady. And That's he was like, "How dare you?" It, everything changed <laughs> my, when my the Fire lady. Nation attacked. <laughs> my moon lady. Didn't I just say that recently? And somebody was like, "No, fuck you." <laughs> no, it was you, wasn't it? Uh, no, <laughs> it was for sure you. Okay, <laughs> that just happened. Also, it did just happen. Layla and Steven share a kiss. Ooh. <gasps> and Mark was like, don't touch her. And immediately Steven was like, I'm going to put my tongue in her mouth. <laughs> well, she tried to kiss him first. That's and true. he like dodged and then told the truth and then kissed her anyway. Right. She loves honesty rather than gaslighty bullshit. And then she pulled back. Well, not the second time. 
if she put like a tiny bit. No, they they were all flirty, flirty, flirty the it. whole time. Like every time that 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 uh, Mark was all like schmoozing over the sorry Stephen over the the crypt stuff. Oh yeah, like you know, getting all like like nerdy about like the different cryptocurrency uh, statues yeah, and stuff. Cryptos. Yeah, she was. She thought that he was adorable, and you oh, know yeah. it. Yeah, she's very into Stephen. Leaving Mark behind. Is it is it cheating if it's the same person? Absolutely. <laughs> it absolutely is, yes. it, it totally <laughs> is, and you could tell that Mark thought that for sure. And then we see, uh, like, Mark and Steven, like, start to, like, fight. Like, they, they have, like, their first, uh, like, couples fight, like, where they're, like, uh, oh, yeah. kind of at, e- at each other. So, like, before it was, like, I want control, I want control, but now it's, like, all right, we're both here. Now we're fighting over, like, our life. Yeah. You know? Mark took it better than I thought he would. He was, like, yeah. so you kissed her. You fuck. But also you told her the truth. That's pretty bold. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> yeah, and I liked I like how you you see their relationship evolving. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. She wouldn't have believed Mark though. Finally. Because, Honestly, it's yeah. kind true. of half the reason That's I didn't true. like episodes two and three, because it didn't evolve at all, uh, in my opinion. And now so many things are moving so quickly. Within an episode that, by the way, I, f- I said earlier, was Mandalorian-esque, D&D-esque. They had a objective the entire time. They were within mm-hmm. an encounter, basically, and they had things that were getting in their way. And by the way, the stakes were very high because the main character is no longer immortal. So it, it just made for a high-octane episode of television. M- much more compelling, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, w- within yeah. the tomb, Stephen and Layla navigate the places labyrinth layout they decide or steven figures out at least it's the maze in the shape of the eye of horus they have to dodge reanimated undead priests which are guarding the tomb lost tomb of alexander the great who apparently was at some point the voice of Amit and a avatar for a god, Alexander the Great, dying at age, I think, like 31. And by the time uh, he had died at age 31, he took over like half the known world and made me feel bad because like he was three years younger than me and already mm-hmm. like owned half the world. And it made, yeah. this, it made me feel like I don't do enough. You know, getting born into royalty has its perks. Yeah, but like that also, <laughs> he didn't just blink his eyes and be like, world's mine you know he went on a uh he killed he so many it. people he worked for it he really did. he didn't he didn't backfill his kingdom though so when he died it all just fell away no yeah good war leader terrible tactician diplomatically <laughs> poor government in in uh instincts i'm gonna leave that whole pause, <laughs> yeah, there. pause. I, gonna, I hope you do leave it in leave yeah. it in yeah anyway <laughs> Indiana Jones slash Goonies begins. Okay. There's a crumbling ledge. Layla is jumping place to place. At some point, she's grabbed by an undead priest and pulled into the dark in a very cool shot that I thought was was actually great. Arthur's around just teasing her every step of the way being like, oh, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Your whole life's a lie. So what do we think of Arthur? Like, obviously, he's set up as like the villainous character, but but like his motives are pure. You know, and like he's being honest, he's being manipulative yeah. as fuck. But his like, genocidal motives are pure. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, with genocide, what genocidal motives? The ones that his motives for the genocide he wants to commit. He wants to, he wants to release an imprisoned god because he thinks it'll make the world better. Right by killing the people who are going to do the bad things, just kind of right. another version of Thanos. Well, yeah, you know, it's like if Thanos' snap only killed the bad guys. Yeah, right. That would be great. De- 
I watched Death Note too. That didn't turn out well. Death Note is a great show. Stephen Grant makes it to the tomb of Alexander, puts his entire gosh dang arm down his throat and pulls out the, what word was he using here? Holy shit. The Ushop, Ushop, Ushopti. The amulet. No. Ushopti. No, it's like basically what the uh, what the stone statue of Kanchu looks like yeah, deep yeah, down yeah, in Alexander's throat. I believe and it's pronounced MacGuffin. It's MacGuffin for sure. But also like they said Ushopti. Like they had totally set it up and maybe they had and I wasn't listening, but they just started saying it like I was definitely supposed to know yeah, what that no, meant. I, I, I like, knew I got that too. What are they talking about? <laughs> but they were talking about it like it was there the whole time. Right. And like we're dumb for not knowing. At this point, Haro and his goons show up. And yeah, let's discuss Haro for a second. I think... Once this season is done, we will look back upon it and one of the weaknesses we'll bring up is Arthur Harrow. I think Mm. Ethan Hawke is doing a great job. I think all of, again, the actors, the acting in this show, in all of these Disney Plus shows, you can skip a rock over it and it's going to go all the way across the pond every time. They have all the money in the world. They're hiring amazing actors. The problem is Arthur Harrow is like not a very good villain. <laughs> like he's kind of a boring villain. Yes. And that I'm sure will change once Amit's all up in his shit. Oh yeah. And gets resurrected and he becomes more powerful. Well, or do you think it's going to be like uh he flew too close to the sun and he gets he gets taken out as soon as Amit's back. Mm, I think no, I think Amit Icarus turns on Amit, thinks that Amit's not going to want to do enough and just shun away the ego death he's been working on for all these years, which, by the way, isn't real to begin with. His best moment in this show was his little, like, solo monologue while holding Kanchu, being like, I liked the violence and my victory will be because of your failure, which makes me feel better about it. Like... That felt like a, ooh, that's a good villain moment. The rest of the time, he's just being fucking, like, pesky and mean. Yeah, just to clarify, he says, uh, it's it's you showing me how much I liked doing bad things that makes me realize I need to go to such an extreme to stop them. Right. He didn't say it in so many words, but that's, 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 that was the the takeaway. And yeah, I I liked that speech a lot. I don't know. I I don't think he's a boring villain. I think he's, he's a dull, like, soft-spoken character. But I think that's intentional because it makes him sound more methodic, more like everything was premeditated. You know, boring and dull mean the same thing, right? (laughs) No, they don't. Oh, I I just uh, he just he just comes off as like very average to me. I don't know how to explain it. Dull, lacking interest or excitement. First synonym. Boring. Look up boring. <laughs> boring. Making a hole in something. What? Oh. <laughs> See? Totally different. <laughs> totally totally different. different, dude. <laughs> Haro and his goons show up. Mark, who takes back control of his and Steven's body after Layla confronts him about the mercenary attack, which, by the way, he was just like, yeah, man, my partner at the time sort of went a little overboard by killing everybody, including your dad and me, by the way. I died at the foot of Conchu statue and Kanchu was like you chilled on there and I was like nah and so he saved me and now I'm his avatar bingo bango uh, you're welcome uh, except for not so much because your dad is dead and we're sorry about that and I'm sure whoever his partner was will be the antagonist in season two 
in the comics, it was, uh, I can't remember his name, but the reason they don't have him in the first season is because he's way like Killmonger. Yeah. So they were like, that doesn't make any sense. They made up the villain in this show. He's not from the comics. Right. Basically just because Moon Knight has one huge adversary who's too much like Killmonger. So they were like, fuck, we can't do that. But that was his partner, quote unquote. So they're going to have to either replace him or just bite the Killmonger bullet for the uh, second season. Or maybe he'll come in in the fifth episode. Who fucking knows? So Haro goes in and then shoots Mark Spector in the chest twice while Layla looks on and is now concerned. She was real mad at Mark. But now that she understands that he was trying to save her or help her, even though she didn't get to make that choice herself, she understands the motivation for it. And by the way, Steven's in the same body and she's slowly but surely falling in love with a new version of Mark in Steven. She doesn't like that he got shot because she knows that he only has but one life and he's probably dead. Right. And also emotions are more complex than just I'm mad at you now. I don't care that you're dead. I agree. Okay. You cool. know what? She was also in the the white room with black curtains in the station. What? What? You guys didn't get that <laughs> reference. All right. <clears throat> Sick. Um, well, um, you know that cream We're talking song? About in Moon the Knight white now. room with black curtains in the station. I'm getting, I'm understanding now what you're talking okay. about. Any reason for you to sing, I'm down with. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> she was... She was also in this white room with him as a crazy person. Right. Oh, you're, I see. You're, you're, we're jumping ahead. And let's jump ahead, baby. After getting shot twice, Mark yeah. slash Steven falls into an ethereal abyss, perhaps going to the other side of Holville. Outer range, much <laughs> crazy. Oh, crossover. Crossover episode. But no, no, it's not that. He goes to a very mm-hmm. whitewashed insane asylum where he meets Layla and many other people from his life. Plus himself. Yeah, we open on him. He's sedated uh, in a wheelchair, tied to a wheelchair the same way that he was tied to his bed, staring at his reflection. And he's like all mumbly and confused. And and you see all the people walking around. And uh, like one of them is the guy that the uh, the mummy priest like murdered in front oh, of yes. him a minute ago. Yeah, yeah, the ginger uh, guy. Yeah, the, all, all, the char- all the people there are are characters that we've seen in the show. And like, if you look carefully, one of the, one of the, uh, asylumese, uh, one of the admitted, uh, they're, they're drawing a picture. And if you look carefully, you can see it's a picture of like a bird with a skull head. Yes. I saw that to kind of invoke the, uh, the, uh, Conchu vibes on the yep. TV, the movie that, uh, this version of Mark Spector asked for is called Tomb Buster, which is just an Indiana Jones ripoff, which is, I suppose, just another nod to, hey, we made this episode a little Imbiamba Jonesy <laughs> because the lead character in that movie was a daring archaeologist by the name of, you guessed it, Stephen Grant. Oh, man. He goes to have a one-on-one with his therapist, Arthur Harrow slash Ethan Hawke, just with a mustache this time, which makes him different. <laughs> and... Eventually, he breaks out of that room, then finds a sarcophagus with Steven in it. And he's like, Steven, we're both here. What's up? Yeah. 
I loved this because they 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 like hug each other. It's like they're finding their old friend. Like like that's that's where I, like really you see their relationship grow because they they are the each other. And and it's, it, I thought that was kind of a nice little moment there. But what I really liked in this scene was all the iconography, everything in the background, all like the little set pieces here and there. They're all like vaguely representative of some a major plot point or mm-hmm. artifact or item from the rest of the show so far. Oh, yeah. And like they they really sink it in that like he is that the whole show might just be it, the delusions of a crazy person. And we're all within this simulation. And yes, this insane asylum scene was basically just made for YouTubers who make Easter egg videos to just <laughs> oh my really dive into. Oh, God. As mentioned earlier, there is a sarcophagus, the third, most likely with Jack Doyle in it, the third personality that we haven't met yet, but it has done some killing in episode three. So I look forward to that. They included uh, the hint about him in the recap. I thought we were going to be introduced to him this episode. Me too. And then he, uh, by he, I mean, Stephen and Mark running through the halls, trying to escape their reality, come up to two doors that swing open, and there's no easy way to say this. There's a big <laughs> fucking hippo there. It's a it's a it's a, it's an Egyptian god hippo. <laughs> yes, it is. And then she's like, hey! <laughs> like a normal voice. Hey! Hey! <laughs> and then cue Oscar Isaac girl scream, which I thought was funny. What's going on? And then so I I don't know who this person is, but some quick googling. Yeah, uh, it it might be uh, the Egyptian god Taweret, which is an Egyptian goddess. I'm just going to read straight straight from Tawaret. the thing I found. The Egyptian goddess of fertility and childbirth. She has the appearance of a hippo, but with the arms of a lion and the tail and legs of a crocodile, as in Moon Knight. <laughs> cool. So wow. <laughs> when I Google Taweret. It is just like a bipedal hippo in a nurse's uniform. Like they are in a weird softcore nurse hippo porn. Wow. Sexy. That's what that's what that's the vibe that I'm picking up if they're putting down. And then that's the end of the show. That's it. <laughs> they, they they yeah, they they freak out and then <laughs> truly leave and then it on they a high. cut to black. Yeah. So, so I th- earlier, uh, Ryan, you and I were saying, I don't know if you were there, Adam. I'm going to mm. pretend you weren't. All right. Um, it, it, back in the second episode recap, we were worried that they let it, they gave us too much. I sure was uh, there. And, and you were there for that? <laughs> and then. <laughs> so nice of and, you to and, forget. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. And then the rest too, of the, but... and we were worried that the rest of the show was going to be, was going to kind of like plain out and be a little like whatever we, we, it, there's no more mystery. There's no yeah, more intrigue. They ramped up too fast. Yeah. Well, it turns out we didn't know how high they were going to ramp to. Mm, sure. But I will say at the end of episode three, I was like, we were right. And then at the end of <laughs> yeah, episode right. four, I was like, huh, all right. Yeah. What I didn't see coming and what I was not going to give them credit for until it occurred was the last five minutes was an actual swing of the bat, right? Like, they chose to do something that was interesting and a little bit out of the mold, and then two doors open, and there's a goddamn hippo, and I'm like, okay, Marvel, I see you. Still the third best show I'm currently watching, but I see you. (laughs) It's definitely going to be like a divisive choice. Yeah. (laughs) People who were liking the, the show as it was going, 
and like want more of that Indiana Jonesness. I mean, who, it's not to say that we won't get back there, but um. So, wh- what do you guys think is happening here? I've got some theories, but I want to know what you guys think. Obviously, Mark Spector slash Stephen Grant is is not dead, mm. or at least his consciousness still lives on. Perhaps his body is not that way. But you can't kill him. Okay. Mark Spector slash Oscar Isaac has to be around in the MCU for he has plot armor, right? So in some way, his body slash that character needs to come back to life. I don't know. Maybe this hippo is going to like shit out a new one. That'd be cool. Well, Egyptian god of fertility and what? Childbirth. Childbirth. I wonder if yeah. this is them being reincarnated as a as a as another thing. Like this maybe like the, a cool duck that talks. You know, you can name him Howard. Maybe he yeah. did actually die. And sh- but the only thing is, is that his wife there. What's her name? Lily. Yeah, Lily? yeah. That's yeah. what. That's like all she my theories there. go out the window because yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right, Adam. All these other characters that that we know. But the, I mean, the guy with the beard got killed on the table, and by, he's there, and he's there. So he's dead, but he's there. I wonder if this is some liminal space that Haro controls and he can like kind of pick these people in and out of it at will kind of thing with that. Because he said he has a, a you know, a small fraction of the power of Amit, right? So yeah, but why would he want to do that? Well, it's, he's the judge, you know, they're judging people. So I wonder if this is the, some control he has. We just don't know yet. Hmm. Or not. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> yeah. My, my first thought was that we were in his head. And and that okay. was more le- like like he's uh, dying and we're in his head and like he, he's experiencing what the things he, this is like how he's evaluating what's happening in the world in his mind. And that's why you would see he's all these characters that he knows to, to fill in. Yeah. yeah. And, and then when he met his his other self. Uh, I was like, oh, well, that makes sense because he would be there, too. Right. Um, but but that immediately stops making sense when the hippo shows up. Yeah. And and what a sentence. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever say that sentence. Or maybe it doesn't. Maybe I mean, I don't know anything about this hippo. Maybe this hippo, like, she's also, I don't know, the god of people's mental things. I don't know. You know what, I don't though? Know. It, this could be digging a little too deep, but um, Stephen is like a, an Egyptian historical, like, like he knows a lot about Egyptian culture and all that stuff. So maybe this is truly just another being that he saw in the museum and he's just placing into his brain. That theory could still hold water. You don't think so? No, wait, hold on. I read a little more. Okay. In Egyptian mythology, Taweret, which is, it's my name is Tower. So it's very funny that I feel weird (laughs) saying that was, was a symbol of resurrection. Oh, fuck. she aided. She okay. aided the deceased in the various trials and tribulations of the underworld. So maybe he is in the underworld, and mm. this is a creation in his own mind. And mm-hmm. what is to come is a trial that he and his fellow selves must overcome to be resurrected. Interesting. Yeah, this is some some John Snow bullshit. <laughs> Right, like no, yes, no. I think yeah, Mark. No, John, the John Snow bullshit is real bullshit. He got resurrected by magic, Chad, in a magical world. Okay, you're being derogatory, mm-hmm. and I don't appreciate it. So, Mark and Stephen <laughs> are dead. They're yes. dead. They're dead. Okay, 
They're Literally, the, uh, the executive producer Physically. of the show was quoted as saying, I knew a show like this needs big swings and it needs to take the audience by surprise. They literally have the conversation that we're having that is like, oh, that's good. All of these shows are benign and terrible. They don't do anything that surprised anyone ever. We're going to kill our main character in episode four, and then they're going to have to figure some shit out. So kill them on the storyline, but still keep them on the screen. (laughs) Have people like think to themselves, has he just been in a mental institution the entire, has he been within Legion the entire time? And then he's like Joker. (laughs) Right. And the answer I think is, is nah, nah, he's not. But I think you're right, Chad. I think there's going to be some extracurricular, should you be alive once more? Yeah thing yeah where an egyptian god who is not the ones who are imprisoning people in stone is gonna eventually be like i think you're a good man all three of you and also i think the gods that have avatars on earth are wild and out right now and are full of shit and i'm not chill with what their vibes are so go back Get Khonshu out of there. Although, to be fair, he's sort of an asshole. Everybody hates him, including Ryan, the the person on the HBO Boys podcast. <laughs> Maybe these these are the gods. Maybe Khonshu's here. Maybe these are where the gods go also when they're imprisoned. Maybe. Didn't we say that so, earlier? Yeah, we did. But I'm saying it again. Yeah, now I'm it, reiterating it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, reiterating. That's, that's possible. Or, like you said, he has to face these trials this yeah. god of death is like, no, no, no. The gods on earth with avatars are not chill. Uh, I'm going to resurrect you. And every time he dies, he just gets resurrected like, no, try again. <laughs> like like <laughs> that Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of questions created at the oh, end and sure. the entirety of episode four. I have a feeling that episode five is not going to be as good as episode four, just because four was very good. And the MB Amba Jones of it all was entertaining as F. Uh, mm. And I think it will come out swinging. Amit will be resurrected. So will uh, Moon Knight slash Mark Spector slash Stephen Grant slash Jake Lockley in episode six. Perhaps episode five will all just be within Mark Spector slash Tim Grant slash Jake Hawkins brain. Maybe that will be a whole episode. That will be pretty neat. Just Hippo and the three dudes trying to figure out if they should be alive or not. Just running through white corridors with a hippo. <laughs> I'll be fine I think we're going to see a lot more gods. I think that I, I think sure this is so. where the gods are imprisoned. And I think that you're right. They're not chill with what the gods are doing in, in the, the material plane. And that it's because they all imprisoned them. So fuck them. We're going <laughs> to get you back out because if we get you out, you can stop them. You do not read from the book of the dead. <laughs> Uh, you're on the wrong side of the river. Okay. So yes, uh, I'm excited. I'm also excited. You know, I'm excited for next week's episode. Yeah. Two left. We only have two Two more left. left. That's crazy. So we're going to get one episode in the asylum, the asylum trials. That is unreasonable. And then one where they deal with all of the things in the real world, the real world road rules, 2022. (laughs) 
<laughs> Moon Knight edition. We have a Patreon and a Discord. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> electric Doogaboo. It's gotta I, always I, be Electric Boogaloo. Every time Electric Doogaboo. <laughs> Please go to patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z's for one or more dollar a month. You get extra bonus content, plus you get to join the Discord and talk to us whenever you want, which is pretty freaking it's, sweet. It's pretty fun. We're all there. We tell each other our Wordle scores. Thank That's you, Connor true. O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, James Watch My Don, Chris Wood, Brinkin, Dale on Westworld, Craig, John Juris, Major Woody, and Carolyn Dreyes. We just recently put up a conversation between me and Chad talking about being a dungeon master that uh, I've heard from many people that they really enjoyed. So go and uh, listen to that. In that episode, we also discuss our upcoming D&D campaign, Home, a D&D experience featuring the HBO boys that is going to start recording in June. That should be really fun. I'm DMing that. James, Chad, and Adam are going to be in it. That will be very cool. Also, uh, Nothing Star has only two more episodes left. Nothing Star, find it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And then it's over forever? Nope. It's not. Uh, we have 16 episodes he has, up. He has so many things in his head. Yeah, two more <laughs> before the season is over. There will be a one shot or perhaps two shot this summer. But, uh, you know, school's out for the summer. That song. Toga mustn't go back to Hogwarts next year. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm going to put Dobby in because fuck it, you know? <laughs> oh, thank you. Dobby got a sock. Dobby is a free elf. God, you're just making me sad now. <laughs> I miss Dobby. N- nothing bad's gonna happen to Dobby. For sure there it's yes, there is. Yeah, it is. It's gonna be bad for that fucking lovely elf. Anyway, uh yeah, nothing star. Two more episodes left, and it is getting pretty goddamn spicy on over there on that podcast. So please go listen to that as well. Thank you for joining us for Moon Knight. Outer Range will be out next week, as well as Moon Knight 5. And, uh, you know, whatever else we discuss, New, uh, Nothing Star will be out on 5-1. I don't know. Do you guys have words? I've been talking for, like, fucking two minutes. No. Straight, like um, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Chan, you Ribbit. good? Why did you do the frog? Why are you a frog? <laughs> I don't know. Bud. I love that. Chad just searching through his mind palace as the best way to end a <laughs> podcast. He's like, I guess go frog. I'm cool now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a twister line I wear is these solid. dope sunglasses all the time. <laughs> I wear these sunglasses all the time, even inside. <laughs> Go listen to Nothing Star. Fuck. 